Morning prayer begins on page three. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Lord, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Continuing with Venite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 34 begins on page 380. I will always give thanks unto the Lord. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O praise the Lord with me, and let us magnify his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Yea, he delivered me out of all my fear. They had an eye unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Lo, the poor crieth, and the Lord heareth him, yea, and save him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord tarrieth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see how gracious the Lord is, blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye that are his saints, for they that fear him lack nothing. The lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they who seek the Lord shall want no manner of thing that is good. Come, ye children, and hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What is man that he lusteth to live, and would vain see good days? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips, that they speak no guile. Eschew evil, and do good. Seek peace, and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers. The countenance of the Lord is against them that do evil, to root out the remembrance of them from the earth. Righteous cry, and the Lord heareth them, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a contrite heart, and will save such as be of a humble spirit. Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of all. He keepeth all his bones, so that not one of them is broken. But misfortune shall slay the ungodly, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. 
The Lord delivereth the souls of his servants, and all they that put their trust in him shall not be destitute. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 45th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. The word that Jeremiah the prophet spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he had written these words in a book at the instruction of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, to you, O Baruch, You said, Woe is me now, for the Lord has added grief to my sorrow. I fainted in my sighing, and I find no rest. Thus you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, Behold, what I have built I will break down, and what I have planted I will pluck up, that is, this whole land. And do you seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them, for behold, I will bring adversity on all flesh, says the Lord. But I will give your life to you as a prize in all places, wherever you go. Here endeth the first lesson. ADM Ladamas on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the twenty-second verse of the first chapter of the first epistle of St. Peter. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever, because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and its flower falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. 
Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore it is also contained in Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. <clears throat> Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a block of offense. They stumble, being disobedient to the word, to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo, on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. 
O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O most merciful God, that as thine holy apostle St. James, leaving his father and all that he had, without delay was obedient unto the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him, so we, forsaking all worldly and carnal affections, may be ever more ready to follow thy holy commandments through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge from standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Today we have the um, Feast of St. James, and this is the James who's the, the, the brother of John, and they were the sons of Zebedee, fishermen that Jesus called uh, away from their fishing uh, partners with, with Andrew and Simon, Peter. And James is the second martyrdom recorded in the Acts of, of the Apostles. We have uh, St. Stephen is the first martyr, and then in the Gospel for St. James Day, you find that in your prayer book in Acts. It talks about how Peter, uh, James was arrested and um, saw because the leadership saw that that was that the op opposing Jews were happy about that. They they killed them and they thought that was you know they they, they liked that. And then he also arrested Peter. And this reminds us the mar the feast of the martyrs. It reminds us of 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 the cost of faith and. Martyrdom was very important in the early church because if we really look at what what made Christianity grow um, beyond this little thing in in Israel into something that began to infect the world, it was largely because um, the people who followed believed it enough to die for it, and that the power of Rome, which was the power of death and punishment. Did not dissuade the Christians from from meeting, and and even you know with the martyrdom of James, the church didn't say, "Oh no, this is too dangerous. We can't do this." They just kept. They were called to bear witness, and the willingness to endure through opposition, and even the pagans who saw the early Christians die willingly were compelled by a kind of faith that was the people were not willing just to live for, but to die for. Um. Our lessons today, uh, Baruch is, uh, talks about Baruch. He's the scribe of Jeremiah who, who uh, wrote down Jeremiah's words and delivered them to the leadership who didn't want to hear them. And the parallel between Jeremiah and um, James, you know, and that the settings are, are significant because Jeremiah preaches in the late 600s BC, uh, just before the destruction of the first temple, in uh, 586 BC by the Babylonians and, and Jeremiah was was preaching that people needed to repent and if they didn't this was this this destruction was going to happen and they didn't and that destruction did happen and so Baruch is lamenting 
this bad news he's he's telling uh he's telling the people you know that it's going to be bad and and god says to him you know what what do you want you know this is yeah it's it's not good news what do you want some personal happiness for yourself but he promises baruch they'll spare his life so he's not going to die in the babylonian invasion he's going to be preserved uh although the nation won't be and james and the first apostles all were preaching to the second temple uh israel that was going to be destroyed in ad 70 in a very Jeremiah-like kind of context, also calling Israel to repent and believe. And if they didn't, there was going to be a day of the Lord, and there was. And so um, the martyrdom of the early apostles reminded us that they faced opposition. And this is something significant for us because um, I think one of the problems with with modern Western Christianity, it became so comfortable in the world that it tended to assess itself by how well it was doing in the world and um, got too caught up in it. You know, sometimes people think, oh, the goal, the goal of the church is to make the world a better place or do good in the world. And of course, the goal of the church or the ministry of church is none of those things. The, it is to bear faithful witness for Christ. As we bear faithful witness for Christ, um, and bear witness in the world, the world will indeed be better and good things will get done. But the point is not an end goal in this world. The goal is faithfulness to Christ, which always will cause us to be in opposition. And that's kind of what Peter highlights in his lesson, where he, he talks about that, that we're coming to Christ as a living stone rejected by men, but chosen by God. And it, it's just the reality that faithfulness to Christ will always involve some sense of distance and alienation from the world, because in the kingdom of God, we cannot fully buy into the program the world is 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 in. We, we exist in the world to call the world to repent and, and to come into the kingdom of God, which now is and is coming in its fullness, but is always other than the world. And that's, I think the martyrs remind us of our vocation to be other than the world. And Peter uses the language of the temple that God is building the new temple. You know, the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed in AD 70. And the New Testament says that we are the new temple. He says we're all each stones being built together into a house to offer praises. So when we gather for prayer, we, the people are the temple, not the building. And and as much as we, in, in the words of Peter, you know, purify our hearts, our souls through obedience, through sincere love, and gather together as a body to offer God the true praise, we are the new temple. And that temple will necessarily be in the world to bear witness to God and to Christ, but other than the world, separate. And in that separateness, we'll always experience a kind of opposition. And we have to be willing to be faithful in the face of that opposition. And that's the, the lesson uh, we, we get from martyrs like St. James. So a few thoughts about today's feast and lessons. Con continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. 
Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to, all, to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you, Robert and Barb. Bishop, great lesson again. Thank you. Bye -bye, Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Bye today. Hello.